This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk, the whole edition with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis on Pulse 95. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. Today, the energy levels are very, very high because it is the weekend and it, it kind of felt like we finished aid break, had one working day, and then it's the weekend again. So we didn't really have much time to not celebrate the weekend, but we have a lot of stories to tell you all, especially when it comes to the world of technology and the fight against COVID-19. Unlike Twitter and Facebook, Google is not planning to allow its employees to work from home forever because they're gonna actually be going back to their offices around July 6th. Why and what is that gonna mean to all Google's employees? We're gonna be giving you all those details in just a few moments. But moving on to China with the coronavirus pandemic being under control, how is the city going to be scoring and ranking its residents based on their health and lifestyle? We've all been a little bit weary whenever China announced that they will be using QR codes to help track the spread of COVID-19. In our Apps All Around segment, we're going to be telling you all about Google's smart keyboard application that could also become your new translator. How do you download it and where do you find it? All those details are going to be coming up. And also in London, doctors are using headsets from Microsoft to help reduce the amount of staff that are coming into contact with COVID-19 patients. Augmented reality is becoming the new trend and it's helping doctors and nurses in a lot more aspects when it comes to their day-to-day activities rather than simply using it for gaming like we've always gotten used to. In our apps all around segment we're also going to be telling you about the new contact tracing application right here in the UAE. al Husn app is the weapon to fight off the spread of COVID-19. I have it downloaded on my phone but the question is do you have it downloaded on your phone and how can you exactly use it a quick how-to guide is coming up so make sure you stay tuned right here on future talk only on pulse 95 pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. We've constantly been talking about companies allowing employees to work from home till honestly the end of time and others asking them to return back to their offices almost immediately. Facebook and Twitter, they chose to allow their employees to work from home forever. On the other hand, Elon Musk actually wanted his employees to go back to the Tesla manufacturing factories almost immediately, even before any of the restrictions were being relaxed around the world. Google, I think, is joining Elon Musk's thoughts because they're going to be reopening their offices starting from July 6th so that a small number of their employees could actually go back and resume their regular working day. But they are warning that things will look and feel different than when they left before. Now, beginning from July 6th, um, assuming that all external conditions allow it, they're going to actually be starting to open up more buildings in more cities. And that is going to be giving a lot of the Googlers, that's what they like to call their employees, 
who need to come back to the office, a capacity that who need to come back to the office or who want to come back to the office, the opportunity to return on a very limited and rotating basis. So basically, we can think about it this way. One day every couple of weeks. So roughly 10% building occupancy. So not every employee will get to go back to work on a day-to-day basis. They're also going to be adding a lot of health and safety measures in place so that those who do choose to return are going to definitely have a different feel for the office than they left before. And we've been seeing this right here in the UAE. Things are starting to reopen again. Malls have reopened um, right here in Sharjah. Touristic attractions have actually reopened in Al-Qasba and a lot of the different uh, major attractions. They are reopening, but there are a lot of safety precautions that are currently being taken in terms of sanitizing everything, making sure that you know whenever people are leaving their houses, they have their masks and gloves. So things are definitely going to be looking a lot different in Google. But as of right now, Google's plan to get its office back to around 30% by September is going according to plan because by June they're hoping that at least 10% of their employees will be going back to their offices. Now for those employees who do continue to work from home Google will be giving them a thousand dollars or whatever the equivalence is in their national currency so that they can go ahead and expense any of their office equipment. Now it's very interesting to see uh, Google's announcement coming just days after Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that the company was actually leaning more towards remote working and they were actually expecting half of Facebook employees to be working remotely by 2030. But if you want to get a little bit more details about what Facebook is planning to do, you should head to our podcast and listen to yesterday's episode. Um, and you can find it easily on SoundCloud and Apple Podcast on Future Talk 95. But let's move to the other part of the world where China resides, because with the coronavirus pandemic being under control, in China, the city wants to score and rank its residents based on their health and lifestyle. Imagine a smartphone application that has access to all of your medical records and it can actually assign you a daily score based on your preconditions, whether you have recent checkups or not and what your lifestyle habits are, how much you've exercised, how much you've slept on a given day. All of those are basically in one application. And this can actually affect your points total, which basically means you can either be a high rank in society or a lower rank in society. Sounds a little bit like an episode from Black Mirror, but it is the reality in China because this health score is actually found in their digital QR code that is found on every citizen's phone and that is always ready to be scanned whenever needed. We've always been wary of all those, you know, COVID-19 tracing application. But in China, there's a whole other form of worry because this is exactly what the city government of Hangzhou in eastern China has envisioned for all of its 10 million residents. So once it actually implemented the health code system during the COVID-19 pandemic, which uh, we've discussed a few months ago, uh, how they had this application that comes with a QR code Every single citizen, whenever they want to leave the house, whenever they want to enter a mall, a grocery store, all they had to do is pull up this application that would have a QR code with specific colors. So if someone tested positive for COVID-19, that QR code would 
actually be appearing in the red color. If you tested negative, it will be green. And once you know you have a green QR code, that means you're allowed to enter whatever uh, outlet that you were heading into. If it's red, you better believe you shouldn't be going outside to begin with. Um, but this form of application was actually simply being used to help curb the spread of COVID-19. But now that this pandemic is under control in China, there are fears that some of those measures are here to stay, even when the public health crisis has been, you know, almost over. They're still having a few cases every now and then, which is definitely going to be posing a lot of threat on privacy. That concern was actually even more amplified once the government announced this week that they were actually planning to make make a permanent version of the health code app that was previously used during the pandemic. At the meeting, they were actually uh, discussing on establishing a system that can assign citizens a personal score, color, and ranking based on their medical history and lifestyle habits. So this score can actually be affected by your daily activity. Let's say you and I actually were able to, you know, gain 15,000 steps of daily exercise. That means my score in society will increase by five points. Um, if I was able to, let's say, stop smoking, my score would increase. But if I had five more cigarettes than I should have had, or if I smoke at all, that is going to be costing me to lose more points. Um, if I didn't get my eight hours of sleep, that's going to also be costing me a lot of points. There are still no announcements on how all this information that is being collected will be used or even whether this application is going to be compulsory or not. But what we do know is that Chinese citizens are not happy at all about this proposal because um, actually whenever it was announced, the government was met with a lot of criticism and anger on Chinese social media with a lot of people worrying about privacy, which honestly is also my concern. You know, Chinese internet users are already questioning how all of their information is being used with this application. But I want to know what your thoughts are. Text in at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram. Do you agree that China should still be using their health QR system or QR code system that they were using before COVID-19 to track the spread of it? even after the pandemic is over because i honestly feel like you know this application served its purpose during a worldwide pandemic but now people's privacies need to be back in check send in your thoughts at pulse 95 radio i'd love to hear what you have to say but coming up we're going to be talking all about google's smart keyboard application and how it could become your new translator you're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. All around. What's worth a click and download? Whenever I say the word keyboard, the first thing that pops into our mind is the well-known physical keyboard, you know, the one with the keys and the buttons, the one where either the buttons are popping outside like the old-fashioned bulky keyboards, or the ones that are very swift and smooth and you almost, almost can't hear whatever letter I am typing. But today we're talking about apps all around. So we're talking about a keyboard that comes in the form of an app and that can't be other than the one and only Google Virtual Keyboard. This typing application has a lot of features that I'm pretty sure going to make you go ahead and download it the minute you are done listening to these features. Now the features I'm talking about are emoji search, looking for GIFs, 
Google Translate, yes, it comes with your very own translator, handwriting, predictive text, and a lot more. Even though this is coming out of Google, it is not only offered for Android users. As an iOS user, you can also go ahead and download it. But Android devices do have a little bit of a plus because Google's virtual keyboard, which is usually known as the Gboard, actually comes as a default keyboard. Um, but you can also add it to your iOS device or your Android device if you chose to delete this application before. Um, what's interesting about this application is even though it is the default keyboard on many devices, it can also be installed and it has a lot of fun and helpful features that can definitely come in handy in your day-to-day -day life. The best part about it is that it can actually make communicating on a mobile screen with a smaller keyboard a lot easier. It comes with tools like Google search and a predictive typing engine. Now, for those of you who you know typically would try and send in emails at a much later time in the day, I'm speaking past midnight, we all know that our eyes can fail us sometimes. And this is exactly where predictive typing engine comes in handy because it will basically complete your sentences for you. But it also supports more than 900 languages and it comes with a floating keyboard now over the years there have been many updates to uh, the gboard it's not a new application but it's definitely coming with a lot more new features one of them being google translate um, so if you've ever been stuck at translating from english to arabic or arabic to english as you're typing this feature will definitely come in handy but i do need to give you a little bit of a pro tip from someone who is currently studying to become a translator hopefully one day don't depend on google translate it will fail you multiple times so make sure you do revise the translation you know i would suggest using other websites uh, one of them being let's say reverso reverso context this one can definitely be a little bit more reliable than google translate but if you do know a little bit of arabic um, google translate will help you translate some of the harder words it also comes with offline voice recognition or voice dictation so if you're you know if you're on the road you don't want to type as you're driving don't text and drive kids um, voice dictation will definitely help you say the words and the keyboard the gboard will actually type them out for you another amazing feature about it is the fact that the gboard keyboard wow that rhymes comes with a google search so that's where you can find headlines for news weather sports scores and a lot more so when you find something you want to share you can simply tap it and watch as the link is automatically added to your email text or any other text app that you are currently using the keyboard's text editing tool also makes selecting copying and pasting text a lot faster and even more precise than your typical method of tapping and dragging your finger over the text. These are just a few features of the Gboard, Google's smart virtual keyboard that can definitely come in handy when you're using your phone for, you know, your work day or even if you're using a tablet. Let me know if you've tried it. Send in your texts at Pulse95 Radio. I'd love to see how many people have known about it before I did because I honestly just just found about it a few days ago, immediately downloaded it on the Apple App Store. And honestly, I don't think I'll ever go back to the typical keyboards. Send in your thoughts and try it out yourself and let me know what you think of it. But coming up, we're going to be talking about another cool application, but this one 
will make you a fighter against COVID-19. Do you have any idea what the app is? I'll give you a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a hint. It is named after one of the most known tourist attractions in Abu Dhabi, the capital of the UAE. And this fortress, you can't go to Abu Dhabi without visiting this fortress. So if you know what app I'm talking about, let me know. Send in your thoughts at Pulse95 Radio. So we're going to be coming back and telling you all about how you could fight COVID-19 through one simple application. Keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Pulse95. All around. What's worth a click and download? Corona, oh Corona, you have caused a lot of pain for many people around the world, but you have also taught us a lot more by making us go through quarantine. If you, if Corona has taught me anything, it's the fact that we're all united and we our actions impact one another a lot more than we think. And this is exactly why I'm coming to you today with an application that will help us fight COVID-19 together. The government is doing its part by helping us set all these precautionary measures, constantly reminding us about how important it is to wear our masks, to wear our gloves. And may I add, it's very important also to dispose these masks and gloves in their garbage bins because even if you're not going to be infected by COVID-19 by simply disposing uh, the masks uh, or the gloves, you know, n- not in the right place, you're impacting other people around you. So make sure whenever you're throwing away your gloves and your masks, you're throwing them away in the garbage bin and where they're supposed to be because they are considered to be trash since they do hold all of your germs. But let me go back to the application of the day because today's app is called Al Husun and it is the main contact tracing application for COVID-19 right here in the UAE. It is the official digital platform for coronavirus tests in the UAE. So if you've ever been tested for COVID-19, this app will be the place where you will receive your results. And it's coming as a joint effort by the Ministry of Health and Prevention and the Abu Dhabi Health Authority and Dubai Health Authority. They're all working together to create this digital platform for three main reasons. First, this app will help you collect your COVID-19 results, but it's also going to help you track down who you have come into contact with if, God forbid, you got tested positively for COVID-19 or if you've come into contact with someone who later on tested positive for COVID-19, health authorities, the UAE government and doctors could actually track down every person you've come into contact with if these people had this application downloaded. It's honestly one of the best ways to fight off COVID-19. Apart from doing our part by, you know, wearing our gloves and wearing our masks, this is the best way to actively help stop the spread of this pandemic. The application is completely based on Bluetooth signals so that it can inform every person who is using the application if they are in close proximity with someone who has contact with COVID-19 positive cases as well. But you can only have this application be effective if the other people who you are coming into contact with have the application downloaded as well. And this is exactly why authorities have been urging all of us to go ahead and download the app. If you have a download 
downloaded, that's great. Make sure that your family members and your loved ones have it downloaded as well. It's very easy to use and I'm going to be telling you a quick how-to on Al Husson app in just a few moments, but you can find it available on both the Google Play Store and the Apple uh, iOS Store. So simply typing Al Husson, A-L-H-O-S-N, a quick search on those Play Store, whatever app store you are using will help you find it very easily. But using the application could not get any simpler. Once you download it and click on it, it will. the application itself is going to ask you to enter your Emirates ID number and your mobile number. Once you do that, you're going to receive a one-time password on your phone, which you will have to enter so that you can verify your mobile number. Once you do that, it's going to ask you to provide access to your location. But don't worry, everything is private. Your privacy is not being breached because it only collects short-term geographic locations. So it's not going to be constantly tracking you wherever you are. And the application will also ask you to keep your Bluetooth services turned on. Now, I know what a lot of you are wondering. Is this going to drain my battery? Am I going to have to recharge my phone more often? Little fact for the day, keeping your Bluetooth services on is not going to drain your battery at all whatsoever. Bluetooth actually uses very, very minimal, uh, a very minimal part of your battery. So as long as you have it turned on, it's going to always be working in the background without turning, without draining your battery. This is all you need to make sure that you become a fighter against COVID-19 as well. Once you agree to the application actually sharing the data, if you were, God forbid, to test positive for COVID-19, the application will start running in the background and you're not going to even remember that you have had it downloaded yourself. But if you've come into close contact with someone who has COVID-19, this is when you'll be very grateful that Al Husun app is a part of your phone. Let me know if you've downloaded this application. I've tried it out myself and honestly, it is very easy to use. Does not take you much time to download and does not drain your battery because I'm always, always worried about, you know, having something drain my charge and constantly having to recharge my phone. Let me know if you've downloaded it yourself. If you have it downloaded, make sure that your family, friends and loved ones download it as well. Honestly, in the time and age that we're living in, downloading Al Husson app is the way to love someone because if you love anyone, you'll want to make sure that they're safe and sound from the coronavirus and from this whole pandemic. Coming up, we're going to be telling you all about a new feature that doctors in London are using, or may I say a new gadget. Um, it's all coming from Microsoft and it's helping them reduce the amount of staff that are coming into contact with COVID-19 patients. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Whenever we were talking about virtual reality or augmented reality, we're constantly thinking of gaming, gaming consoles, you know, people constantly being glued to their screens. But nowadays, in the age of Corona, Virtual reality and augmented reality are being deployed in the fight against this pandemic. Doctors in London hospitals are currently using headsets from Microsoft that are incorporating both of those technologies to reduce the amount of doctors and nurses that are coming into contact with COVID-19 patients. These headsets are called the HoloLens. And what they do is basically allow doctors to share their point of view with colleagues that are currently not based in the hospital. They could 
be back at home and they'll be seeing everything that the doctor that is dealing with the patient is currently seeing. But it's also showing holographic projections of the doctor wearing the headset. Now, what's interesting about these uh, Holo lenses or headsets is the fact that instead of six or seven doctors conducting a ward round um, or having to be in the same flat as COVID-19 patients, just one doctor can actually be in that ward physically while the rest remain in a COVID-19 isolated room and help out remotely. Those headsets actually look like a visor that would typically be surrounding your entire head and they're equipped with different sensors and a camera around the headband inside the visor itself is actually a little screen where holographic images are typically projected for the wearer to see now what's interesting about it is that a lot of people that have been a lot of doctors that have tried out those headsets have been saying that one of the things that you can do is that you can take a scan or an image taken from an x-ray reconstructed into three dimensions and project that as a holograph into the operating field so that means a doctor can actually move and manipulate the images in the lens using their hands by pinching these images now this helps all the doctors get a much better perspective on what the issue that they are dealing with is this technology has been used in the past to help doctors whenever they are reconstructing limbs after surgery by help them by helping them identify the different blood vessels. Um, let's say if they're treating someone with pelvic cancer, for example. At the onset of the coronavirus, however, doctors saw that a new way the technology could be useful in would be by lessening the staff that are currently in those COVID-19 wards or flats. The HoloLens actually comes with a software that is called the remote assist and this software actually works hand in hand with the microsoft teams so that it can allow doctors to reduce the number of staff that are going out on towards by simply carrying a holographic image of their colleagues with them whenever they go on their rounds rather than having multiple doctors be on the same ward at the same time and risking themselves so instead of seeing someone's you know or a doctor's actual physical face you would see their first person view and it would be popping up to all of the patients as a holographic image um, while you could still have a heads-up conversation with the patient it's very interesting that this doctor would actually be safe and sound from contracting the COVID-19 virus junior doctors are actually also being kept in a COVID isolated room and they're able to see what their consultant is doing this way these young doctors can actually pick up on all the skills that are needed to deal with COVID COVID-19 patients without necessarily being at risk. So it's a great method that is currently being used to teach all medical students who are no longer being allowed on ward uh, rounds. These HoloLenses are doing a fantastic job at saving the lives of many doctors who otherwise might have been infected with the COVID-19 virus. But honestly, if we were to look at the bigger picture of how much technology has been deployed ever since this pandemic has started, we're honest, we would honestly be shocked because the coronavirus has definitely brought with it a lot of strange stories about hospital robots um, or UV light disinfectant robots that we've talked about before on the show. And it definitely brings into our attention how helpful robots and machines and artificial intelligence has been in the fight against these pandemics and how useful they could be if we were to able to trust them enough post-COVID-19 because we're constantly worried about robots taking 
you know, taking our jobs, taking our roles in the future. But honestly, robots have a very important role in the future of medicine without necessarily getting rid of their human companions. So share your thoughts with me at Pulse95Radio on Instagram. I'd love to see what you think. Do you believe that robots are going to be taking over our jobs after this pandemic? Or should we back down, back up a little bit and trust them a little bit more since we have seen how vital they are and how vital they have been in the fight against this pandemic. Future Talk is coming to an end and the weekend is just around the corner. But before I leave you to enjoy this wonderful, relaxing weekend, even though we're all trying to social distance, it is still a time to celebrate. Let me remind you that we need to abide by all the precautionary measures that the UAE government has been setting. Whenever you're stepping outside the house, please make sure that your mask is on and your gloves are ready because COVID-19 does not know how long you've been quarantining for. Even if this is your first time leaving the house in two to three months, you still are at risk of contracting this virus. But more importantly, make sure that you throw away those gloves and those masks that you've had on in the garbage bin please don't throw them on the sides of the road because someone else needs to pick them up to make sure that our streets are constantly clean and we don't want to put those cleaners lives at risk as they're helping our streets stay clean more importantly whenever you're going out and enjoying the weekend as safely as possible if you have to leave the house, please make sure you abide by all the sanitization hours that have been set by every emirate. Right here in Sharjah at 8 p.m. sharp, the uh, sanitization process starts and doesn't end until 6 a.m. the next day. But in Dubai, it actually starts after 11 p.m. So please make sure that you don't leave the house at all whatsoever after those hours because the police officers are definitely going on rounds um, and in Dubai police actually increased their bicycles security team and they're definitely giving a lot of fines for those who are out there on the streets after those hours so make sure that whenever you are trying to enjoy your time this weekend you're doing it as safely as possible and you are also doing your part in fighting off COVID-19 I hope you have a fantastic weekend with your family members and loved ones filled with joy lots of laughter and lots of sleeping in but keep all 75 locked because the dream team Aisha Al-Mazmi and Mikhail Atiyah will be giving you a few tips movies and shows that will keep you entertained during this weekend so keep all 75 locked and we'll see you next time this is pulse 95 tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m